Hello, <clears throat> Jason Rice here at La Pop. And kind of like the title I was talking about, I get a little bit of a buildup here um, of attendees. Now, I was <clears throat> just this weekend put our house up in the market. And uh, we figured we probably wouldn't have a hard time selling the house, but did a few things. Obviously, I flat priced our house so we can get, and what I mean by that, put it at an even number. Uh, just like on a cars, I encourage dealers to do flat pricing on their cars, price it at 20 grand, so you can get the 20 and higher shopper and a 20 lower and shopper. So we did that kind of strategy on our house. And uh, now our house is a little bit unique, uh, meaning uh, it's in two acres, but it also is like in a little private um, uh, private street. There's 42 total acres, seven houses, nothing, everything around it is suburbia. I mean, nothing but neighborhoods built around it. And so if anybody in our market wanted to get some, some property, they'd have, I mean, it, it's very hard to come by. So, um, I bring this up because we bought this house. It was older, a little bit smaller than our previous house, but we love the land. And, um, I've done a lot of work to it, a lot of work into just, you know, updating some flooring, new ceiling fans to painting, to uh, redoing the shop for my office um, back when Lot Pop was ran out of there, to uh, building a tree house with a zip line, all this stuff. And, and what, what I was having a hard time with is, you know, we hired a realtor, which they've done a phenomenal job. They do great. I'm not bashing realtors here. Uh, but that whole industry started making me think, I'm like, because what happens, you know, when you sell a house, you have um, uh, people, if they're interested, they set up a private showing and they, the buyers, the potential buyers show up with their real estate agent and they go through your house. And at that time, your agent's not there. Um, and I bring this up because my last two houses I sold myself and this house I was tempted to, but I just didn't want to deal with the headaches. Um, but the, the agent, my agent, who knows my house, at least as much as I told him and all the work that we've done to it is not there to sell the house. Um, the, you know, the, the potential buyers come into the house with their agent, nobody else there, and they just walk around. And there's nobody there to tell them, oh, we just updated this and we've done that and that neighbor's good and that neighbor, you know, is not moving and they have great kids over here and we've updated that and the school's here and the this and the that. And, and you don't have somebody there to help sell that house. And I'm like, well, what do you need an agent for if they're not there to sell the house? If everybody, I mean, I know the agents are there to list it on the MLS and get exposure, but I'm like, man, there's nobody better to sell this house than myself because I know the story. I know things behind it and I know what I've done to it and I know what we like and don't like and, and, and things like that. And I can answer customers' questions or the shoppers' questions. And, and so I was sitting there going, man, you know, it, it would make more sense uh, on real estate if the agent was there for every private showing to meet with the other agent and the potential buyer so they can at least tell our story as best as they can. And that got me to thinking about the car business. I'll wrap it into the car business, kind of go back and forth here is, you know, when it comes to selling cars, the salesmen are so important. Uh, that's where trades are so much easier to sell. Uh, there's a story behind it. And as a salesperson, if you don't know your inventory, the story behind it, it's like you're like that other agent that's just showing up with a potential buyer, not knowing much about the house other than what the agent might have told, our agent might have told them a little bit over the phone. And if that potential buyer isn't 
pushing questions to us to answer them. There's, you know, they'll just go through the house and think everything is looks nice and neat and then leave not excited about some of the things that were done to the, that house. Same thing with cars. If you as a salespeople don't know that inventory, don't know the backstory, especially a trade, if it was a local uh, you know, trade that was serviced there, had service history, they upgraded this or they've done that. And I mean, that's what really to me sells the vehicle, sells the house. Um, and it just confused me. I, w- I, was, I was having a hard time justifying having an agent when we have private showings because no one's there to tell the story. Yeah, we've got the little pass outs and hopefully they notice the new carpet or, you know, the new uh, shiplap or the barnwood and how it was at it and where it was, you know, those type of things. But there was really, there's really no story behind it when somebody shows up as your agent. And that brings me to thinking about these places like the Carvanas that, you know, is trying to threaten the industry and how, to, how people are buying cars. You know, Carvana doesn't have the salespeople, and that's what customers think they want. But again, you don't get the backstory in that car and all the the neat features and the safety features and and the upgrades and the things that the last owner did to it. There's there's nothing tangible there to get somebody excited about that car and why they might want to buy it. And so, to me, you know, think about that as if you're a salesman at a dealership or a sales manager at a dealership and talking about that used car inventory, even new, but uses, there's more stories behind it. And you really need to entrench yourself. Like our agent did to our house. She knew our story. She knew how my 11 year old and three year old loved the tree house and they loved the neighbor and basically, you know, call her grandma because she's over there at the neighbor's house. My kids go over there a lot because they get grandkids and bake bake pies with them and work in their garden and everything. Those little stories, I think, help a potential buyer because they see how sweet that is. And, you know, they're not, they don't have to worry about moving into a neighborhood with a bad neighbor. Um, But as a salesman, you need to know those stories on those cars, be able to overcome objections, be able to overcome customers' concerns when they ask about safety features or when's the last time the tire's been changed or the brakes or or does it have this or does it have that? What did the, how the last owner treat that vehicle? You should know these cars like the back of your hand. One, the managers, and you'd be surprised how many times we go through inventory meetings and a lot of managers don't know those cars. But two, as salespeople, you need to know those those cars inside and out, especially if you trade it for them. You need to ask these customers, you know, as they're trading in their cars, give them the backstory. That's right, William, you know, words tell, but stories sell, you know. Have that story behind these cars. Even if it's a rental rocket, there's ways to maybe even up that, you know, the fact that that it has, you know, 10,000 miles and it, it was a rental car, but usually if you're going to run into problems on a vehicle, it's going to be with it within the first 10,000 miles. So those renters had the ability to keep work out any of the kinks, you know, just something to help sell that car and the story behind it and not run from it or not know it. And confidence is what sells people too. When they can ask you a question, you can confidently answer their questions back and forth. And again, that's this what I struggled for this week. And now we sold the house. And my again, my real estate agents are great, and I love them. And and they they become almost like a part of the family. Just the, they get to know our kids and everything. But it really started I, when I sold my last two houses, and I couldn't be there to, at the open house and and talk to these people and get them excited about as, as excited about the house as I am. It, I just struggled with that because I'm hoping that our agent did that. But then we also had some private sellings and the agent's not there. I just don't understand that concept. I would think your agent should be there for every time somebody's walking in that door. 
but anyways, that's what I struggled with this week. And it was a whirlwind of a week. And my wife had a birthday on Sunday and we did sell the house on Sunday, but it was a, it was a blessed weekend. But I, again, as I was thinking that through and, and the agent and the selling real estate, it really made me understand the importance of salespeople knowing their inventory so they could tell that story to the next buyer, get them excited about it. So I hope this was helpful, a little bit uh, different. I mean, I, do, I did talk about inventory, but again, I, it's so important. Know those new cars too, the features and benefits, incentives and lease specials and, and the hot buttons on, on, on that make that car stand out against its competitors. So know your car so you can sell them and sell the story and have confidence to be able to answer those customers' questions or concerns. If you like this, go to YouTube and check out Lot Pop Inc. There's a channel, 150 tips. All these tips will go on to SoundCloud, which ultimately ends up in podcasts. So you can find it on iTunes uh, podcasts or, again, SoundCloud or pretty much any podcast out there. Um, give me a call, 844-LOPOP4. Jump on our website if you want a free inventory evaluation. Spend some time digging through your inventory and give you some feedback on what you can do yourself without our services just to improve your operations. So again, I hope this was helpful and we will talk again soon. See you.